don't know if you grew up like that too, Jenny, but it was almost like, no, like the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I have to push down all the negative feelings or Mm -hmm. else then like God is not my strength. Mm -hmm. And uh, going through a lot of hard situations in the last years of just realizing, no, we can bring all of our emotions to Christ. And yeah. lay them down before his feet. And it doesn't have so. to impact the joy just because you don't feel That's happy. right. Yeah. Exactly. It's the yeah. even so. It's the but yes. God, oh, right? Girl. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Passion point right there. I always say it's it's the but God, right? Yep. It's every mm-hmm. time you see that in scripture. And we're, we're going to start before we even start. Okay, I know. We'll start. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm like, we'll save it. Put a pause on yeah. that. We'll have to piece that in. Okay. No, yeah, this is stop good. talking. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I could preach all day. Okay. Well, I want to pray real quick then before we get started. And then we will just pretend like we're starting. That's awkward, right? So we'll give that a shot. It's all good. Welcome to the Intertwined Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Zentz. I am a wife and a mom on a mission. I've got a passion to help women discover practical ways to apply the power of God's word to our everyday stuff. I truly believe that our walks with the Lord should be seamlessly intertwined with our everyday lives. It should affect every move we make and every breath we take. So come on, let's do life together. You've got this, because He's got you. Hey guys, welcome to episode 26 of the Intertwined Life podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to this amazing couple today, Daniel and Christina M. If you are not already familiar with them, you are going to love them. They have a podcast called the M between podcast. I am, that's their last name. And they are just a breath of fresh air in so many ways. They're so much fun, but they know how to tackle the hard stuff head on and take us to the truth of the word of God so that we have something to stand on, even if everything else has fallen apart. And their heart's desire and their mission is to give us tools to build a strong, connected, and joy-filled marriage and family. And they do that so, so well. When I started thinking about doing interviews on the podcast, these two were some of the very first that came to my mind. I have followed their show since the beginning and found so much truth and so much camaraderie there. They are just real, real people. And you are going to absolutely love this interview. You're going to find great stuff. You're going to have a lot of tools for your toolbox when it comes to enjoying life in the midst of the crazy. And sometimes, as we know, many times life is hard. And a lot of times it doesn't make sense. But Daniel and Christina really encourage us about not pretending like it's not hard, but accepting the fact that it is hard and finding the joy and the strength in the midst of those struggles. So enjoy this episode and I'll catch you on the other side. Lord God, thank you so much for this privilege. Lord, what a blessing to be able to connect through crazy things like social media and Zoom and all of these miles and distance, Lord, between us. Lord, I just thank you for what binds us together, God, the faith of your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we just thank you so much for what this season represents and for this opportunity. We pray that now the words that come out of our mouths and the thoughts that come to our hearts will be led by you and covered by you. And you know who's going to hear this, Lord, and you know who Mm -hmm. you want to bless and what message you have. So I just pray that we will be your instruments here today, Lord, just get us out of the way and let it be your words that flow through us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Good stuff. Okay. So welcome to the intertwined life podcast. I am so excited to have Christina and Daniel M with us today, Christina and Daniel. Thank you for coming. 
from all the way from Alaska. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 24 hours south of Alaska. Yeah, yeah. So not quite, but almost. <laughs> so Daniel and Christina are actually zooming in with me today from Alberta, Canada. And we were kind of making yeah. a joke that people think, oh, you're close to Alaska. And they were saying it's still a 24 hour drive to Alaska from Alberta. So all of our little uh, continental US minds need to wrap ourselves around that. But I'm so thankful that you guys are here. So Daniel and Christina have a podcast called The M between show and it's mm-hmm. not in it's M I M, which is their last name. So that works out perfectly. Yeah. And I guess I like to think of myself as kind of your first groupie because, because <laughs> I know that when you guys started your show, I think I found it within the first couple episodes and just so connected with you. And I'd love for you guys just to share a little about yourselves, your hobbies, your life, and also the story behind your show and how that got started. Yeah, sure. So Daniel and I have been married for 14 years. It'll be 15. Oh my goodness, 15. Yeah, yeah in 2021. <laughs> yeah, in 2021. Yeah. We're the same. We're the exact same. That's oh, awesome. really? Okay. <laughs> when was your anniversary date? April 8th. Okay, oh, okay, so a few months before us. We're August 26th. Oh, oh my gosh, that's yeah. my daughter's birthday. No oh. way! I love all these that's little so awesome. connections. Right? Our daughter, she'll be 12 in, in August, so we're going to oh, call her 11. Okay. She's got a wave, but that's her yeah. birthday, August 26th. Okay, yeah. so our oldest is going to be 12. Uh, yeah, that's next year's old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, when you're like, wait, I'm not that old to have a 12 year old. Yes, so. Exactly. So 12 and then our middle daughter uh, will be 10 come February and then our youngest is six. Okay. So yeah. So we have kind of lived all around the world. Mm -hmm. We got married uh, when we were quite young and then we moved all around Canada and then we moved actually to Korea Mm -hmm. uh, and then for a few years and had our first daughter there and then came back to Canada and then actually moved to Nashville, not too far from where you are Jenny well from where I grew up yes no oh yeah from yeah. where you grew yeah. up that's right yeah. and we were there for almost five years and then in the last year and a half um God brought us back to Edmonton mm-hmm. okay yeah. and that was actually what I was wondering about you guys because okay. I know COVID happened and then you were in Alberta and I didn't know is that a COVID situation or is that a permanent move you made no that's a that's a permanent move okay okay made. good okay yeah. wonderful yeah, God just called us back here to actually serve in the church that we were serving in beforehand. That's a whole like God story yeah. in uh-huh. itself. It's a long one in right? and of itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another just, episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but just all through and through, just seeing um, God's fingerprints in in the story that mm-hmm. He's writing for us, and so mm-hmm. it's amazing that way. Uh, a little bit about the podcast, and so we started this what now almost three years ago. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was something that God literally just downloaded into our hearts and minds. It's something we've uh, done ministry together in the church beforehand, before we had kids. But then once kids came, uh, you know, it's like, you can't do everything. And so I sort of took a back seat and, and helped raise the kids at home and helped um, like here and there in ministry. But Daniel was actually in, in church ministry. So we were at a conference. Yeah. And, and it was fun. We were being interviewed at the conference mm-hmm. and afterwards we were like, well, that was fun. What if yeah. we like started a podcast together? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, so we were literally like laying, I remember laying in bed at night after this, after just chatting and just started having all these different ideas. And it goes back to, once again, God's story of, I remember when I was in grade, uh, I think 11, and I had to do a project for school. And I chose 
uh, the effects of divorce on kids, mm -hmm. on wow. adolescents, for whatever reason. I didn't wow. grow up in a home that was, you know, um, affected by divorce. Mm -hmm. But then just studying it and going through it and presenting it just really felt like, you know what, if we could really invest into our marriage and into our family, we would be lights in the yeah. world already because regardless if you're a Christian uh, or not, the divorce rate is quite high. Yes. And so just being able to, to give people the tools to build into their marriages and into their families. Uh, so in our prayers yeah. and our hopes is really that we would be lights into our neighborhood, yeah. into the schools that our children go to, into the sports teams mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and over the years, we had so many uh, couples and younger couples and mm -hmm. older ones as well who would be at our dining room table and we would just have such an incredible time of just connecting with them and, and building into their lives and, and blessing them and discipling them in that way and we were like well you know and this was pre-COVID <laughs> right but it was like you know we could we could do this you know regularly and, and I think it's important to continue to do it regardless of you know how many people your podcast reaches to sure. continue to be human and to connect yeah. with one another yeah. in that way but we were like is there a way that we can multiply this in any way and, and that's yeah. kind of um, a little bit of how things came together for our podcast wonderful yeah. no I, it and you're right and that's like you were saying there's so many places we can plug in and be that light and jesus like you know as you go right as you yeah. go wherever you're going you know make it all intertwined that's why i called it intertwined life podcast because it is it's all about taking our everyday life and our walk with the lord and making them so seamlessly intertwined and a lot of times people want to think they're separate things always want to encourage us that we've got to just look where we are and where God has us because there's right. always opportunity right there right to be what he's called us to be very much um, so thank you guys no that that's awesome and Christina actually you did a, a guest post um a couple years ago for I over did. the summer on my blog so I will yes. link to that but I would I'm really excited because I know that anybody listening to this show who is not already familiar with you guys I'm going to obviously link to all your stuff but they're going to love love listening to you uh, one of the things that I love about you guys, and Daniel, I'm sorry, are you a pastor? Is that yes, right? I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I knew that was in there. I've got my little notes all over here. <laughs> um, and you guys started the show three years ago. We talked about that. So one of the things I love, it's obvious from all of the episodes that you guys do is that you're not afraid to tackle the tough issues head on. And I love that about you guys. And I love that you're, you're real though. You know, you're great examples of how that even though we can have these tough conversations, we don't have to be afraid to address those mm. things. A lot of times I think, as we were talking about before, I'm sure we'll get into some more before we clicked record that we will often avoid the hard stuff because no, we got to focus over here on the joy. And we don't see that we can right. have those two things intertwined, if you will. And when I thought about you guys, you're one of the first who came to my mind when I started toying with the idea of doing some interviews. And I always think about joy. When I think mm. about you guys, the first word that came to mind was joy. I think about Christina's laugh. I absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those laughs that makes people laugh because it feels so good. And I've got one of those too. I've got a really distinctive laugh. People will come from rooms away. So Camilla, oh, yeah. I knew Jenny was here. Do you get exactly. that? Oh, yes. yes. It's like may not be able to see Jenny, but can hear Jenny. Yes, and that's <laughs> how you get that, right? Exactly. Very much oh, so. The same way. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. It just exudes that joy. And so when I started thinking about you guys, the topic really that came to my mind was prioritizing joy hmm. you know, and really making that happen. And I feel like, especially, there are times where we have to maybe fight for that more than others. Coming through right. 2020 and the craziness that we came through doesn't mean that we can't find joy in the midst 
of the pain and in the midst of the struggle and in the midst of the trials and help others do that as well. So I'd love to hear you guys kind of speak to that thought of prioritizing joy. Well, I think that's it right there, Jenny, that you were talking about finding joy and prioritizing joy in the midst of pain. And I think in the last few years that God has really revealed that to us and taught us that because growing up, I always thought as I'm reading the Bible and hearing other people preach, like count it all joy, whatever trials you go through, like it says in James, James, but then I don't know what it was, the disconnect of, okay, so I, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so I have to, if I'm feeling anything else but joy in the struggles that I'm going through, then I'm either living in sin or I'm not trusting God enough. And so exactly. And then, but then going through these struggles year after year and hard times and realizing like, wait, I can't separate that. I can't separate the joy that I feel like I should be feeling and the pain, the utmost pain that I am going through. Mm -hmm. So I think it was about three years ago where I came across a study from She Reads Truth and it's called Morning and Dancing, Morning, M-O-U-R, Morning and Dancing. And that's really when I started learning about lament. And, you know, as you go through the Psalms, you see many different uh, scripture passages about learning to grieve Mm -hmm. And then also realizing the character of Christ, that he is there. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it says in Matthew 5, blessed are those who mourn because they will be comforted by God. And so understanding that I can bring all of our emotions, all of my emotions, whether it's sadness, whether it's joy, whether it's pain, anxiety, so on and so forth, before the feet of Christ. And I can trust him with that. And then understanding that his character is still steadfast and that he can carry all that he asks us to care to bring all our burdens to him right and in that finding joy and choosing joy and realizing that he is there seeing sometimes hindsight is uh 2020 right but Mm -hmm. looking back on my past struggles on my past pain and seeing like oh god you were there you were there so i'll share one specific example sure in 2019 when we moved uh from Nashville to Edmonton, we went through two car accidents, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much back to back six weeks Mm -hmm. apart. And it was devastating to me. The first Mm -hmm. one I had uh, a severe concussion and literally like there was, I could do nothing. I could literally sleep and that was all. And that was really, really hard for me. Mm. And then seeing six weeks later, going through another accident, our whole family was included in that accident, both accidents and just coming before God and being like, okay, honestly, God, what are you doing? Like why we moved our whole family Mm -hmm. to serve you in this new country, in this, in this city. And you're allowing this to happen. Mm -hmm. And I love how like God just literally wrapped our family in other people's love and his love too. And the things that he taught us of surrender, of trusting him, those are the lessons that he brought us into 2020. with and not knowing that we were going to go through a huge pandemic and all that. But I feel Mm -hmm. like God was even preparing our hearts in 2019 for what we were going to face in 2020 and finding joy in that too. Yeah. 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 I think it's so often that we, I'm sorry, Daniel, but you know, we just so often don't realize, and I think it's something that either non-believers or people who aren't really walking rooted in their faith, that it is in those dark times 
when we see the hand of God reach out to us in the deepest, darkest time, that then we can have the most joy because we see our God come through and we Mm -hmm. see scripture come to life, right? We see that purpose and pain and it's like, wow. And how much more do we rejoice when we see that, right? Daniel, what were you going to say? Yeah, no, it's it's interesting because the question was about joy, right? And I think today uh, there's this tendency that we all have to try to be the kings and queens of our own lives and, Mm -hmm. and to try to make it happen. Right. So it's kind of like, well, how do I, how do I have more joy or how do do I, how do I, how do I be more patient or, or how do I, how do I get more, uh, you know, self-control because I can't seem to, uh, you know, wrap my mind around schooling kids and working and and the (laughs) pandemic and, you know, right. So, so we try to do this, right. And we try Mm -hmm. to kind of will it into Mm -hmm. being or, or think it, into being, but what's incredible about the word of God is so, so two passages, you have the fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. right? Which is love, joy, right? Joy being one of them, but also you see that Jesus says uh, that he is the vine and that we are the branches, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not, we are the vine and he is the branches, right? He is the vine. We are the branches and we are called to remain in him. Yeah. So it's, what's fascinating about joy is I think we can manufacture it and we can try to get it um, through one means or another. And, and that might be, oh, it, maybe joy feels like the high you get after you go for a run, right? Or, or that adrenaline rush or, or whatever, you know, and we kind of substantiate it or, or, or make it seem like it's that other thing that we've created. Yeah. And it's like, if I, if I just recreate that experience, mm-hmm. then I'll mm-hmm. recreate that feeling. Yeah. But unfortunately, um, and this is why addiction and all of that is, you know, why, why you, you always need more, right? Mm-hmm. You always need more because the previous quote unquote high isn't yeah. going to get you it's to where you were before. It's mm-hmm. not right. Sure. And, and what's absolutely fascinating about all this is that Jesus is saying, no, the fruit of the spirit is yeah. joy. right? Remain in me. So we can't actually, there's no way that we can actually create and feel joy on our own accord. The only way that we can experience true joy is when we abide in Jesus, when we rest in him, when we follow him, when we remain in him. And and it's only through that, that he actually then fills us, fills us with joy secondarily, Mm -hmm. but the primary is actually being with him first secondarily the, the benefit is joy yeah. in, in a sense, Amen. one of, yeah. It's like we're chasing the fruit and ignoring the root. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it makes me think of Matthew six thirty three right? You know, seek ye first the yes. kingdom of God yeah. and then all these other things. And, and it's true. We do. You're absolutely right. We focus. I need to have more peace. I need to have more self-control. I need, and we do, we focus on pursuing those fruits, pursuing yeah. mm-hmm. what, you know, the overflow of what it will come naturally if we would just plug into him and he's going, just chill out or, you know, like sit still, be still. And we'll talk about this because when you see someone plugging in and growing in their walk with the Lord and focusing on that, or when you do that yourself, that Mm. fruit becomes obvious and it naturally flows out of that abundance, right? No, that's so good. We do. I think you're right. We seek to go after the effects, you know, without going to the cause first. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. Hey mama, did you know that every single episode of the Intertwined Life podcast is like its very own Bible study? So many times I hear people say, I really want to start reading my Bible more, but I don't know where to start. Hey, I get that and I've got your back. 
All you have to do is go to jennyzents.com slash podcast or click on the show notes. Each and every episode has its own post on my website. And in those show notes, I have listed every single scripture that I reference in each episode and linked it up to Bible Gateway. And honestly, I'd rather you sit with the show notes and open up your own Bible, you know, the one with pages. There's just something about holding the word of God and digging in with your highlighter, your journal, and probably a cup of coffee, right? But every single episode you can do that with. So that means it's even arranged by topics. And then you've got tons. Some of these episodes have more than 30 scripture. Don't sit down and do them all at once. Pick a show, go through, sit with the Lord, take your time, do one or two verses a day, gather a group of friends, start an intertwined life Bible study where you literally listen to the episode and then just go through the show notes, looking up those verses, looking for verses to memorize, write those suckers down, put them on note cards around your house. They'll soak into you and produce the life that God has for you. I love it. And I want you guys to dig into the word so you can stand on what you know, regardless of how you feel. And you can really be ready to apply the power of God's word to your everyday stuff. All right, back to the show. And so, yeah, how about, you know, in those difficult times, the importance of prioritizing joy, of looking for the joy or experiencing the joy, but like you said, not, I love that though, not pursuing the joy so much, right? But also Mm -hmm. keeping our eyes set on the things above and not on the things of this earth and not being distracted by what we see here, but looking to him first, right? Can you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, it's interesting. Christina earlier brought up James chapter one, right? Um, Consider it pure joy or great joy whenever you experience trials, right? And and 2020, I think, is the year of not just one trial, (laughs) but like, (laughs) right? And, And it's interesting, even from that perspective, right? I mean, when you think about James chapter one, once again, in James chapter one, it's, it's not an, it's not necessarily saying, Hey, here's how you get joy. Yeah. It's Mm. consider it a great joy, right? Consider it a great joy, Mm -hmm. my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, right? So how many of us actually consider COVID-19 to be a joy mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't think we usually refer to it in that way <laughs> because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance yeah right and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete which includes being able to experience that joy lacking yeah. nothing yeah right so so imagine if it's actually hey what if god is actually using covid-19 and this pandemic and yeah. and christmas being the weird christmas that it is and 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 all of the all of this weirdness of online schooling and mm-hmm. and just you know all of that right what if what if god is actually using that not to kill your joy but to give you joy yeah bringing us up higher and purifying us through those trials right and mm-hmm. and you're right when we think about well, okay, what does a trial do? And James tells us, leads it to the, to the perfecting of your faith that you may mm-hmm. be complete and who God wants you to be. And, and actually, I love that scripture because I was kind of like you had started out in the beginning, Christina, when I was a kid, a teenager, I remember thinking, count it all joys, so almost like I had to ignore the trial and forget mm-hmm. it was there and pretend like it wasn't there. And I remember I was, I think a senior in high school and I was going through a really tough trial. And I'm thinking this what the heck? Right. And you know, I couldn't just pretend like it wasn't there and just, Oh, this is great and fun. Right. But I remember, I felt like God kind of taught me. It's not necessarily like, yay, be joyful that you have this trial, Mm -hmm. but he took me back to think about Job. And when you think about what Job went through, 
And, but what I realized is at the beginning, the reason all that stuff was happening, God had faith in Job's faith. Mm -hmm. And I felt God say, Hey, if I am allowing this trial in your life, then that shows how much faith I have in you and how much confidence I have in you and how strong I know you to be. And I'm pulling you up higher. And then it became, yay, I'm not joyful for this trial, but I'm joyful that the God of the universe is with me and sees me and knows I can take this. And he's got, he believes in me, right? Right. In what his spirit in me is is capable of doing. So I can count it joy, if nothing else, that God knows we can do this, right? And that alone is like, oh, wow. Right. Because God was like, hey, did you consider Job's faith? I like God pointed that out and yeah. allowed these things to happen because God was thinking, look, he's got great faith. So if God's giving me trials, he must see something in me. Right. Yes. So yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I, that helped shift my perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, consider yeah. joy when trials come. Yeah. Cause what's interesting is the joy, the joy, like to, to truly understand and experience joy. It's not always in the victories yes. mm. and it's not only when God comes through quote unquote, in our time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, just think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego <laughs> in Daniel 3. I mean, I love that phrase. Yes, ultimately God delivered them, right? Ultimately, mm-hmm. but they didn't know, they didn't know the end when they were about to go into that fiery furnace. Yes. And they said, but you know what, O King, even if he doesn't, yes. right? I wonder how many of us, you know, are like, God, you didn't come through. You know, but, but, but is it that he's actually still writing the story, right? For, for all of your podcast listeners, God is still writing each and every one of your stories. He's writing our stories. And and sometimes we have victories that we can remember and, and, and lean back on. And that's God's faithfulness. And if you don't have personal ones, you can lean on the, the people of God's past victories and their faithfulness of God's faithfulness throughout the scriptures and, and those in your group and those around you. Right. Um, That's, that's why God gives that to each other. But I mean, imagine what would happen regarding joy if we were to say, even if, Yes. Oh, I love God. Even if, even if this loved one who has been diagnosed with COVID, and I know we know a lot of people who have been, um, who, who COVID's just kind of been a a cough and and a a light thing. And and there are others who I'm I'm sure by now, most of us know someone personally who has passed away because of it. And, 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 you know, it's like, even if you know someone very personally, right, immediate family, who is struggling because of that, or maybe the effect of it, loneliness and depression or addiction in some Job sense, loss. right? Job loss, yeah. right? In, in some sense. And you're like, but God, even if you don't deliver them and yes. heal them in my timing, the timing I want. In the way that I want to. I yeah. will still yeah. count it all joy. Right. right. Imagine what would change in our faith and in our lives yeah. if we lived according to that and way. And that doesn't happen because we conjure it up, right? Mm-hmm. Shadrach, mm-hmm. Meshach, and Abednego weren't saying that, well, even if God doesn't deliver us, then we'll be, right? It's mm-hmm. they understood and knew personally the character of Christ mm-hmm. yeah. and he will never leave us or forsake us. Yeah. And so that goes back to what Daniel, you were saying about re- abiding and remaining, yeah. because mm-hmm. if we don't, if we understand only up here, what we've, what we've, you know, heard a preacher talk about, or we read in the scriptures, if we only understand it in a head knowledge, but not in a heart knowledge, then mm-hmm. I really don't think yeah. we can say those things yeah and we can yeah, pretend and- to because it sounds like a good christian exactly. thing but but that is not those words yeah. just words without sure. actually really believing them i don't i don't think they're yeah. going to be able yeah. to sustain us yeah mm-hmm. and it those takes, hard times sometimes it takes the furnace 
for yeah. us to see that, right? For us to develop that. And I love, I love what you just, ah, you just touched on a big passion thing for me because mm -hmm. I love to talk to people about the nevertheless and the even if points in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's like, if we can come to that, even if nevertheless faith, the Hebrew mm -hmm. children, you know, we know that he is able. I always say, have mm. you considered that he is able? You know, Hebrews 11 talks, you know, they considered that he was able, they considered yeah. that he was able, but they said, but even if, and then yeah. Christ, oh, even Jesus in the garden, if possible, let this pass for me, but nevertheless, mm. and it's, we can come to the nevertheless, even if kind of faith mm -hmm. that there's so much power in that. And it is so often through those times that we see the hand of God, like, like we don't see it in the easy times because it's, we don't come to a point where it's as necessary to see the big things when things right. are easy. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we're just not looking for it because, Oh, we're cruising along. You know, God's <laughs> yeah. still there, but we yeah. don't look for him as hard as we do when there's a furnace we're about to be thrown into. Right. So and there's great. so much different. And Christina, before we um, decided to actually start recording, we almost got really excited about, you mentioned, but God and that phrase, but God. And I always say that you could be on the verge of that, but God moment in your life where everything that came before, no longer matters. You know, we exactly. go through scripture and we see this hard thing, this hard thing, this hard thing. And we see, but God and everything yeah. else changes. Right. And if exactly. there's something else, I know we were both getting excited about that phrase. I'd love to hear if there's something else on your heart in regards to that. I think, um, I mean, those are so true, right? The, but God statements. And I yeah. think the beauty of this time together, the silver lining I've seen, and we've both seen in 2020 is that we are able to show our kids that as well, Yes, yes. that we will choose to serve God and we choose to find and abide in him and have joy in him. Even if the circumstances suck, yes, <laughs> right? Yes. We have lost so much. However, we have gained as well. I think mm -hmm. just the refining of God mm -hmm. through our own lives and being able to show them how to lament mm -hmm. and how to grieve and how to just feel God's love and see his goodness in it. That's mm -hmm. uh, a gift that I wouldn't necessarily choose to ask for because sure. I know that that's hard to, mm -hmm. uh, knowing that whatever is circumstances, I don't want to choose difficulties, but we see the necessity of it. We see the refinement of it and we see the beauty in it, and that God gives us beauty for ashes. Mm -hmm. And it's been beautiful. Our kids are, are younger, uh, you know, preteens. And I think if, if they can grasp onto that, that no matter what happens in their life, that God is there through the storm mm -hmm. and he also can calm the storm. And he also hears our, our hearts cries and he hears our prayers mm -hmm. and he answers them in a beautiful, sometimes unexpected way. I think yeah. that would really be able to serve them through their whole life as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love what Daniel was mentioning earlier about, you know, the old Testament, those stories. And that's why it's so important to be in the word because it's in the mm -hmm. word and in those stories that we get to know who our God is. And like you said, right. maybe it was you, Christine, who said, even if you haven't had that moment, but mm -hmm. if we can look back and we know we can stand on that. I, I love to say, sometimes we have to stand on what we know, regardless of how we feel yes. and everything yeah. else around us is going. But if we don't know the word, we have nothing to stand on. Mm -hmm. Right. But if we know what's there, then we can remember, okay, God, this, like Christine said, this sucks. <laughs> but I remember <laughs> yeah. in Daniel chapter three, you know, I know what Thanks. you are capable of. I can yeah. reason that you are able because I know what you've did, done before. And I know you're the yeah. same, you know, and there's so much power in that. And I, oh, we just can't forsake just getting in the word that right. Being in the vine, abiding in him. That's Very much so. where we're going to get all of this. 
that's where it's all going to come from. People can listen to us till they're blue in the face, but you know, <laughs> we can't do it for them. You know, we can't. No, no. no. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. So how about um, parenting, marriage, joy, kind of seeking out, like you had mentioned in the midst of these hard times, not pretending like they're not there. Yes, this yeah. is hard, but what, when we set our gaze, you know, when we shift our focus from what's in front of us to what we know to be true about our God, what can we see here? And what do you guys see in that? Is that something you even think about? I feel like you guys have a lot of fun. I love to follow your Instagram. <laughs> I feel like you guys laugh so much. And you, I know our Instagram reel is not our everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> lots of dishes and lots of laundry too. Yes. Um, but you do seem to prioritize joy and experiences and really it, having the life, right. That we can enjoy and it's abundant and overflowing. Do you, can you speak at all? Do you have any thoughts on that in your marriage and your parenting? I think it's been really neat to, um, so same thing, silver lining of 2020, right. Of just being able to have that extra time together mm -hmm. and then getting to know our kids, getting to know each other yeah. without the other distractions, so to speak, or yeah. other responsibilities. And so hearing like what they, what our children find fun and what we find fun without the, like, you know, sorry, we can't go to the trampoline park. <laughs> It's sure. closed. So what else would you find that would be that would be fun that we can spend time together and be able to just enjoy each other's presence. And so uh, for me, I know for Daniel as well, that we just really enjoy being in nature and we connect with God in that way too. So in the spring and summer, we did a lot of biking with the kids and uh, now we're snowboarding on the mountains and just enjoying God's presence and each other's presence too. And I think that's the times where I, I'm sure all your listeners, you have some kids that are very vocal and will always let you know what they're feeling and will always express all of their emotions. And then you may have other kids that are not, that are quieter, mm -hmm. that are more reserved. Maybe they'd rather journal it versus being able to tell you face to face. And so I think just the, the quantity, the amount of time that we have together allows us to have those discussions, yeah. allows us to have that space, mm -hmm. even to ask some questions, to listen, and to remain curious like yeah. how are you doing I feel like um our kids have just gone through many I mean all of us I think have just gone through phases of like this is great this is awful this is okay oh wait another restriction oh yeah. I just feel like this is sort of um yeah. Like you're just going through all these different stages and the constant is that we're able to be there for them, but we're also able to point them to Christ. Yeah. I think, I think a huge thing for us as adults, mm -hmm. but also as parents in raising kids is the posture that we have toward anything and everything. Right. So I think that is something that uh, you can obviously point out and observe, but, but it's something that you really do have to live mm -hmm. because that's one of those things that is, is going to be more caught than taught for your yes. kids. Right. Yeah. So for example, when you experience an interruption, right. <laughs> There's like millions of interruptions <laughs> this year in particular, how are you responding individually and how are you letting that 
affect the way that you respond and react and parent your kids, mm-hmm. right? Because they're, they're, they're learning, right? They're, they're kids are, you know, whether you're actually saying, Hey kid, you know, child, you know, sit down <laughs> and teach you a lesson. No, they're, they're learning I do too much without you saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty as charged <laughs> yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Right? So, so for example, right. I, I think it's just, and, and I don't think it has to be like this, this crazy study of how do you, I think it's just in every moment, choosing gratitude, mm-hmm. choosing to be present Yes. and choosing to be grateful, right? And and what's interesting is when we choose to be present and choose to be grateful, it's interesting how we can begin identifying and noticing God's fingerprints mm-hmm. over everything mm-hmm. and the evidences of his grace, because it's there, mm-hmm. right? But what are we going to focus on? So it's interesting, yesterday night, after dinner and uh we actually and and this is recorded before christmas um but but we actually sat down and watched charlie brown christmas uh-huh. and we we've, we've watched it with the kids so many times and and that the mute the soundtrack of that is what starts <laughs> off christmas for me at least um but we were watching it and it was like watching that yesterday was one of the most like it it's probably the best movie I think we've seen together in the last Aww. while because of how our kids were reacting. Awesome. And, and, and it, it was just, it was just, I think, I think it was so easy. It would have been so easy to just pull out our phones and, and be like, okay, exactly. kids, you watch it. Right. And, and I, a I million got, times. I'll tune yeah, yeah. I, I have yeah. so many other things to do. And, and then, you know, they, they notice that we're not paying attention and, and mm-hmm. they, they might then say, well, I don't, why, why are we watching this? Like, it's, it's not even widescreen. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what, what is with the animation? So like, this isn't Pixar. Right. And it's just, it's so easy to do that. Yeah. Whereas putting the phone away, being present Mm -hmm. and just enjoying one another and enjoying the moment Mm -hmm. and laughing and letting your laugh be and and be like, that's amazing. And then it's so fascinating how everyone just, how that's contagious. Being present is contagious, but also being distracted is contagious as well. Mm -hmm. Right. And we don't want to raise children who are distracted because there's I mean, it, we already have the, you know, everything up against us in mm-hmm. regards to distraction. Oh gosh, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. And I think for moms, we tend to say, oh, I'm not distracted. I'm multitasking. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's my guilt thing, right? No, I'm yes, not distracted. Right I'm sitting here, but I'm answering right. email and I'm doing whatever. I'm, I'm multitasking, but it's true. And I felt like God told me one time, if you want your kids to approach you, you must look approachable. Mm. Right. Like, like oh, to your good. point that's about good. the child that may not always just share everything all the time and yeah. kind of needs to, that slower warm up or that side to side communication that, you know, shoulder to shoulder activity or whatever. And I feel like even if I know I'm doing a good work, I mean, I'm working on a Bible study or whatever I'm doing <laughs> on my computer or with my phone to them, it just looks like distraction, right? Yeah, they just true. feel an emptiness and a, being avoided. And those children are not going to make you listen to them. The ones yeah. who need to really be present. And sometimes it takes you sitting there looking approachable for extended periods of time for them to then feel like they will open up or, or just mm-hmm. sitting there watching a movie. I felt convicted about that lately too. Cause there's a lot of times where, okay, you're gonna sit down and watch a movie I've seen a million times. So I will pull up my phone. I will get that next <laughs> oh, post scheduled sure. or edit yes. that right. podcast episode, right? I've done that yeah. a million oh, times. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Hard. It's so <laughs> yeah. hard. And I think yeah. putting ourselves in our kids' perspective Cause I know that it, I mean, I might have an amazing husband, but if he's on his iPad while I'm trying to talk to him, even if he's not doing something that takes a lot of brain power, I just feel, you know, like yes. yeah. Yeah. a little bit of a There's wall. A barrier. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's so good. 
I love it. Yeah. Our kids do. They learn so much more from what they experience us doing. I, and it's so funny you brought up Charlie Brown. I think I even, I think I even did a podcast episode where I talked about how that I feel like my voice becomes like the Charlie Brown teacher. <laughs> wah, 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 right? <laughs> After a while, because mommy yeah. just like, it's innate in me to preach all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Oh, and our son, he's, he's eight and a half and he's hilarious. It seems like every time something happens now, and then I look at him and I say, now, Holden, he goes, you turn everything into a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Like, yeah. well, that's- the gift of saying the same thing, but 20 different ways. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. I know. I know. So I do feel like a lot of times it's just that it's finding ways to just actually show right. And, and model mm-hmm. because they are going to learn so much more from that than yeah. all the mommy sermons they may or may not remember <laughs> right yeah and there's time and place for those too of course right? of um, course you know discipleship in that yeah. way so yeah. I think a, um, a word to really kind of summon up for the yeah. podcast listeners yes. is delight mm. like wow. how incredible was it for me to understand that God delights in me that God delights in us mm-hmm. and then we can also delight in him right mm-hmm. and then same thing for our children like how amazing is the opportunity to show that we delight in our kids mm. and I think that's really if if um in the small ways and the big ways in the sitting for, you know, with Charlie Brown and and delighting in the time that we have together to the big ways of showing them really grace and delight and unconditional love the way that the father shows us. Mm. I think that's a really um, beautiful gift that we have to be able to share with our kids. Oh, I love that. And and what's interesting, you know, the moment you said delight, right? Psalm 37, four, let yourself (laughs) in the Lord and Mm -hmm. he'll give you the desires of your heart. And and I wonder if going to the top of the episode, you know, we were talking about joy and perhaps joy is the desire, I think of most people's hearts right now. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if the way we get there is not to seek it, but to actually delight ourselves in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Right. And then the joy is that result. Yes. Oh gosh, that's so good. Thank you guys so much for doing this. There's so much good stuff to unpack in there. And I always um, go back and when I do the show notes, I will link to every scripture that we either mentioned or referenced and didn't give the reference. It will all be in the show notes so people can actually use these episodes as a Bible study of their own. It will all be there. Um, I did want to ask you guys, as we're starting to wrap things up, do you have a life verse or a verse that is specifically really speaking life to you right now? Yeah, for me, I, I mentioned it sort of in the beginning of the episode right now. It's just um, the Beatitudes, especially in Matthew 5, of just, you know, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. And I think a lot of us are mourning, uh, whether it's little loss or, or big loss. I think um, we don't need to compared, you know, I shouldn't be, you know, mourning because I only lost my job. I didn't lose my spouse or so on. But once again, we can take all of those things to God, all Mm -hmm. of our feelings, all of our emotions, all of our disappointments to God. And uh, in those, just understand that character of God, that he is the great comforter and we can find our comfort in him. That's good. That's That's good. That's good. Yeah. Ephesians six for me, mm-hmm. putting on the full armor of God is one of those things that's just so close uh, in, in, in our lives and, and, you know, and how we parent our kids and how we just approach every single day, right? It's mm-hmm. today, you know, every day is not necessarily this neutral, I'm just going to go about my day and, you know, okay, Sarah, Sarah, you know, whatever <laughs> will be, will be, you know, that's not what yeah. it is. We are in a spiritual battle. Right. Yes. And, you know, I'm convinced that too many individuals, um, those 
with faith and, and those without are just kind of living a laissez-faire life yeah. uh, and the enemies having a heyday, uh, yeah. heyday influencing them one way or the other. But mm-hmm. in Ephesians 6, we read that we're supposed to put on the full armor mm-hmm. of God because mm-hmm. our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against uh, the spiritual forces of evil around us. And, and it just, you know, goes on with all the different pieces. So yeah. um, that's just a big piece where, you know, my heart is, you know, we got to pray that on, we got to pray mm. that on, yeah. um, not in a superstitious way, but it's a, it's a, it's a way to, to guide our prayer and how we should be praying and how should we, how we should be alert on a daily yeah. basis. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And practical, how to, you know, teach that to our kids and, yeah. and arm and prepare and equip our children. Right. Yeah, right. I know exactly. that's awesome. Thank you. So do you have one simple, it can even be silly or funny, like practical tip of how you intertwine your walk with the Lord in your everyday life? Any thoughts? Does that even make sense when I ask that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one thing that we, um, that's pretty regular at our church uh, is to practice something called bless begin with prayer, listen, mm. eat, yeah. serve, and story, share your story. And, oh, that's good. and, and for us, it's, for me, it's always waking up. And the very first thing I know the temptation is to pick up your phone and go on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, but it's turn the alarm off and just start with prayer mm. and, and just begin, begin with prayer. Um, so for me personally, it's always a, Hey, how do I spend how do I go as long as I can without checking my phone in the morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's waking up, it's, it's, you know, washing up, working out, spending time in the word, and then opening up my phone. Uh, Cause there are too many days where I've opened it up and it's kind of, that's dictated my, my day yeah. <laughs> and that's influenced my day. And I was like, no, actually, I don't want that to, you know, influence my day or, or lead my day. Our mindsets uh, even. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, uh, for us, I'm homeschooling the kids this year. And so we uh, have breakfast together every morning and uh, reread. We have a, a devotional we're going through. And so reading that together and then doing some other read alouds with books and just learning and understanding just the communion around the table and breaking bread together. So mm-hmm. just uh, what happens around the dinner table, right? What happens around the kitchen table. And we look for right now we're in restrictions. We can't have anybody around our dinner table right now other than our family but we look forward to the times that we can just break bread with others too absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely so much power in the everyday things right Mm -hmm. that's so good okay and do you guys have um, a resource i know obviously i'm going to point towards your podcast 100 for sure i don't know do you guys have any other resource or anything you'd like to share or point people to do you have a personal resource yeah, what? Oh, I was just like, Daniel has a book that I love. Oh, okay. I thought so. <laughs> you need I was to say like, it. You're so modest. I'm like, what? What have I done? Yeah, I, podcast is great. So, Put yeah. it out there. Come on, let's hear the book. It's good. Yeah. Well, uh, the the newest one is called "You Are What You Do" and nice. six other lies about work life and love. Oh, so it's, it's a lie, right? You are what you do, I think is a lie that we've all believed. Um, based, you know, on this podcast, we talked about experiences and, you know, you are what you experience is another one of those lies that mm-hmm. we believe. Another one in the book is you are uh, who you raise. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so what I, what I, what I strive to do through the book is just identify ways, subtle ways that we've all been led to believe these seven lies mm-hmm. um, and what we can do about it. So. Oh, that's good, Daniel. That's wonderful. Then we will definitely link to that as well. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, okay. And where can our listeners find you guys and connect with you? Where do you like to be connected to? 
Uh, we can be found on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at in between show. That's I am between show. And you can find um, our podcast on wherever you find podcasts. And we also have a website in between.org. Awesome. All right. Again, it'll all be linked up. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. It's been such a blessing and a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. guys. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed listening to that half as much as I enjoyed recording that interview with them. They were such a pleasure and just such real wonderful people. I loved, loved the opportunity to do that. And I am so thankful to them for coming on this show and doing that interview and sharing some wonderful wisdom with all of us. I hope you'll take that into your everyday life and that you will be able to live a more intertwined life where just our everyday life and our walk with the Lord is seamlessly intertwined. And I, that's what I want for you. That's why we do this show. And if you enjoyed this episode and you can think of someone else who might enjoy it, would you pass it along? I would love, love, love for you to help me share these episodes because that's that's how we reach more. That's how we share more. That's how the word of God continues to go out is just when he lays people on our hearts, us reaching out to them. And, um, you know, I, like I've said before, I can't really figure out all the social media hashtagging SEO stuff. <laughs> so it's a lot of crazy in my mind. So you helping me spread the word when there's something here that touches you is something I'm so thankful for. And that's the best way for us to just reach more people and help more women lived a fully intertwined life of power and purpose and passion and joy just by seeking first the things of God. So hang in there, have a great week. Thanks for being here. And um, you know what? Keep listening because every other Wednesday I release a new episode. And if one of your goals for 2021 was to really get good structure or a fresh start in spending time in the word, and maybe you've stalled, maybe you just feel like you don't know where to start, or maybe you've been in the word so long, you just kind of need a new approach. Um, our next episode is going to be with Miss Jeannie Terry of the Say So with Jeannie podcast. And it is a great episode. She is going to walk us through the SOAP method for Bible study. And no, it has nothing to do with having a homemade soap shop on Etsy. <laughs> I promise you're going to love this episode. It's going to be a wonderful, refreshing um, non-judgmental and not legalistic at all approach to studying the scripture, just enough structure to maybe help you get a fresh start or maybe a start for the first time, but loose enough and full of grace that you won't feel overwhelmed by the process. So be sure you check that out and join me in two weeks when we bring that episode. Until then, have an awesome day. Hey friend, if you enjoyed this episode and you got some good stuff out of it, there's a few options you have. One, you could click that little subscribe button because let's be honest, who's got time to remember to check back and see if there's a new episode, right? So click that subscribe button and then when a new episode comes up, it will just by the magic of the internet pop up in your Dropbox and it'll be right there for you whenever you're ready. And also, if you would review this podcast, Oh my gosh, if you like what you heard, get on there, give it a five-star review. If you didn't like what you heard, just pretend it never happened, okay? <laughs> but if you would do um, a review for me, just take a couple seconds and do that. Not only would I be crazy excited, but also it would just be a great way for us to partner together 
for you to help this podcast be seen by more women out there. And you could be a part of helping more women discover these practical ways to apply God's word to just everyday stuff. So I would love it, love it, love it if you could help me out in one of those two ways. Thank you.